Welcome to the Rise and Thrive Podcast. My name is Liz Paris. And I'm Christina Cyphers. We're sisters. And we have been on a journey to get unstuck in life and learn tips, tools, and techniques to find more success, love, and happiness. We want to share what we've learned with you to help you move from surviving to thriving. Welcome back to the show. We are so excited and happy to have Teresa Farmer back with us. Last time, she gave us some amazing tips on meditation for ourselves and also um, introducing your children to meditation. Um, So Teresa, thank you so much for coming back again. You're welcome. I'm very happy to be back. Welcome back, Teresa. Thank you. And I wanted to share a fun fact about Teresa and her husband. So um, I was actually friends with uh, Quinn Farmer um, probably 16 years ago now. And um, my good friend Teresa decided to come and hang out with us one day when we were playing games. And it was just love at first sight for those two. They, <laughs> they saw each other and, and what was it? A year later, did you guys get married? Remind me. Uh, like 10 months later. 10 months later. Yeah, it seemed like it was pretty fast. It was awesome. <laughs> they were just meant to be. It was so cute. And now you guys have been married, what, is it 14 years? Yeah, going on 14 years this May. So. Awesome. Well, congratulations. And they do so many fun adventures together. I love following them on social media and watching all of their really cool trips. And um, Teresa is also an amazing yoga teacher. She has a very successful hair business and she is a mother of three as well. So thank you so much, Teresa, for coming back on the show. Thank you. So today we wanted to um, talk with Teresa a little bit more um, about yoga. So she has been a yoga instructor for, is it two years? Sorry, how long have you been a yoga instructor? Just over a year, about a year and a half now. Just over a year. And um, how did you decide to pursue um, the path of yoga? So as I said in my previous um, podcast, I went, I went through a faith crisis. And during that time, I was missing community. I was missing connection to other people. And I also have ran multiple half marathons and marathons. And I just felt my body breaking down. And so I started to pursue yoga and went to a yoga class at the gym. And um, during that that class, I fell in love with everything. I ended up bawling during that class. And I said, this is exactly what I needed. And so the more and more I talked to this yoga instructor, she invited me on a yoga retreat, which now I lead the yoga for those retreats, which has been like an honor for me. And um, I ended up pursuing that career, went to yoga teacher training, started teaching right after I finished and have already led one yoga retreat and I'm leading two more in the next few months. And so just going through yoga has helped me work through a lot of my emotions. It's helped my body feel so much better. I still run and I have not had injuries like I used to um, in the past because of yoga. That's great. Tell us a little bit more about these retreats. What's different than just going to a one hour yoga class and going to one of these retreats? What do you guys do at those? 
So these retreats that my friend puts together is they have not only yoga, they provide all of the food, the driving. We, our retreats are at Zion's National Park. And so we get outside and are able to hike and be in the beauty of everything. And um, the, the owner, Amy, does workshops um, about being happy, about working through hardships, about meditation. Um, there's been music workshops about how good music is for our life. And I teach, I teach yoga every day on this retreat. And then I guide um, these people through um, a, a meditation hike where we go on this short little hike and then we go off in a corner on this hike and I run them through a guided meditation that just helps them feel good, especially when you're out in the beauty of nature, you can really get in tune with yourself. And it's just has been really happy. There's a lot of tears that are shed, a lot of laughter, a lot of amazing connections. I've met some amazing people and I'm still friends with them to this day from these retreats. And it just has been very healing. I've seen people come into this retreat and I was one of them in the very beginning. When I went to this retreat, I was at a, a low point in my life. And after going through this retreat, I left with so many tools that I could take home and take into my daily life. I felt like I was a better mother. I felt like I was a better wife because I was able to get all of these tools and the fact that I feel like every person should go on some sort of retreat like this that's healing for yourself because it's very important to have some self-care and these retreats knock out everything that you need um, in having that self-care. That's great. So you said that they're in Zion. How many days do you go on the retreat for? So we usually leave on a Friday afternoon, get there that night, introduce ourselves to each other, and we stay till Monday um, afternoon. And we've done Zion's, we've done Grand Canyon, we've done Bryce Canyon on these retreats, but our main place that we stay is in Zion's National Park in this beautiful home that they provide everything for you. Nice. That sounds amazing. Um, if our, so I feel like a lot of people, um, think of yoga more as just like a type of workout. Um, what would you answer to someone if they said, Oh yeah, it's just a workout. What, what do you have to say to that? It is so much more than a workout. It's, I guess if you want to say it's a workout, it's a workout for your mind and your body. And yes, I do come out of yoga classes very sore, but a lot of it is, has been more for my mind um, and being able to, and I tell my students this, and when they're sitting in these long yin holds to try not to push any of your emotions away, to sit with it. And it's in these times that we learn to grow and heal and become better people. And it's okay to be sad and it's okay to feel every single motion. I don't know if you guys have seen Inside Out, but every time I teach a class, I think of that movie because our life, it's okay to go through all of the emotions. We don't just have to focus on happiness and that's what I teach my students. And so with yoga, it has definitely helped more of my mind. And yes, it's been a great aspect for my body, but it's just an all around good workout. 
Teresa, I totally resonated with you when you said that you cry in yoga because I remember the first couple times I went, I cried every time. It, it really gets those emotions flowing and helps you release stuff that's been stuck for a long time. Super powerful. And I noticed that you said too um, that you don't have as many injuries now with your running. Do you think that's because, I mean, yoga really works on the core? and just that strengthening and also stretching. Do you think all of those parts helped with that? Or what do you think has, has made a difference with your running and doing yoga at the same time? How has that made you a stronger runner, do you think? It, as far as the mind goes with running, it has helped me stay focused because I actually want to train full marathon this year. So it's helped me stay focused in those hard moments on long runs. But as far as physically, I having sitting in long stretches and holds because with running, like it tightens up like all of your muscles. And so it helps me to loosen that all up so that when I go out for my next run, my muscles are, are more loose and stretched out that I don't continue to pound and make um, my muscles more tight and cause more injury. I used to, I almost got to a point where I quit running because I kept rolling ankles, knees, all this stuff. I have not had any of that since I've started teaching yoga and it's been the biggest lifesaver that I can go further with a lot of my other goals because of it. It's helped me in so many other places in my life. That's so impressive. Very cool. Thanks. Yeah, that's great. Um, so last time we had you on the show, uh, you talked to us a little bit about meditation. And I want to know how you feel that meditation and yoga go hand in hand. Because you, you explained to us that you like to do a meditation with your yoga. Um, how, how do those two go hand in hand? They, I feel like you can't do one without another. Because in yoga, um, as I said before, like you are every long hold, I have my students hold these holds for two to three minutes. And that's kind of where their mind water, wanders and they meditate. And something I started adding in my yoga classes was meditation right in the middle. And I talked about this in my last podcast is my meditation right in the middle of class um, to show that um, not only on the mat, but in life, when our minds are so busy and we're moving and constantly all over the place and our heart rate is up, that it's okay to just drop and sit in meditation. And that's when all of the, um, your emotions and answers there's, I've gone into so many yoga classes with an intention that I'm looking for something I need in my life. I'm looking for answers that I need to help me continue on my path. And I always come out of my yoga classes, um, just feeling like I got what I needed. And also the yoga, I didn't mention this yet, but um, as a yoga instructor, I go in with a theme that I want to portray to my students. Um, a lot of them, they range from loving yourself to finding balance, to sitting with the discomfort, to knowing that it's okay to not be okay. Like I go into each of these classes with something I want to teach them. And there's been times where I'm in a class and I just say something that I feel um, speaks to someone and that's what's so beautiful because meditation and yoga have so much um, energy and power to it to the point I can feel 
what other people are going through. And so, um, yeah, you can't do one without another because they both just having both of them together um, makes it such a beautiful experience. That's amazing. So neat. If one of our <laughs> listeners, oh, sorry, I was just going to say that's Go so ahead, neat. Liz. It's so neat how you use intention to help make the experience even greater. That's very cool. Yes, thank you. Yeah, that is awesome. A lot of times when I meditate, sometimes I go in with by myself, you know, with kind of an intention that I want to get out of the meditation. So it is helpful um, when you do that. So that's that's great. I want to come to one of your yoga classes. So <laughs> that's all. I know. Really yes. <laughs> And science sounds awesome. Yeah. So there's, um, you said that there's two more retreats this year. Yeah. Yeah. And you have some spots open in any of those? Um, so far they are sold out these next two, but they are most likely doing another one this fall. Um, science, they usually do one in spring and one this fall. Um, and I, I'm just, I'm really excited because they might be adding more because it's been such a high demand um, for these yoga retreats. And so I told them I'm happy to teach whenever they need me to at these retreats. So I'm sure there's going to be one added in the fall because that's the one I did last year um, that I uh, led the yoga at was in the fall. Great. Awesome. So if our listeners are interested in finding more information about that, Teresa, will you tell them what your contact is one more time? Um, yeah. So to follow me and, and get in touch with me, go through my Instagram business page for hair, which is trees, T-R-E-E-S, cuts and styles. And I am working on a yoga Instagram. And also, if you want more information on the yoga retreats, go to walkerwellnessretreats.com or they have a Facebook page. And they don't, the, the retreats I do are only in Zions, but they do retreats all around the world. They're going to Italy, Bali, all these places. So if you definitely want to get in, on that, reach out to um, them at Walker Wellness Retreats on their Facebook page, or you can look up their website. Awesome. Uh, Italy and Bali, that sounds fun too. Yeah. <laughs> be great. Um, so last time that uh, we had Teresa on the podcast, she told us a very great oops moment of when she peed her pants at <laughs> um, Reams, the grocery store. <laughs> so if you missed that, go back and listen to that because it's a really good one. And for her sharing that, I told her that I would share an oops moment about when I peed my pants to make it equal. <laughs> so um, when I was 18, I went to Ecuador and did a humanitarian mission in the orphanages there. And um, I did not speak very much Spanish um, at the time. And uh, we went to a hospital because one of the kids that we were caring for had a checkup. And so we're at the hospital and I was with, it was me and two other women that were um, Ecuadorian and they didn't speak any English, um, but I didn't know how to say where's the bathroom in Spanish. So I asked them in Spanish, you know, I, I need to go to the bathroom, where's the bathroom? And they both didn't know where the bathroom was at this particular clinic, hospital clinic. And so I waited and waited and like an hour and a half went by and I had to go so bad. And I just kept holding it and I kept holding it. 
And finally, after two hours of waiting at this place, it was time to get in the taxi and head back to the home uh, where this these oh, kids no. live. Yes. And I got in the taxi and my body physically could not hold the urine in my bladder anymore. Like I just started no. in the taxi in the back of the seat and it was super embarrassing and I got out and the taxi driver left and the two girls looked at me and saw that my pants were wet in the back and they just started laughing. I don't even know what they're saying, but they're talking about how I peed my pants. I thought it was hilarious. And I remember sitting afterwards on the cement trying to bake in the sun to dry off my pants because I had to walk another like two miles to get back to where our apartment was. <laughs> so, yep. Peed my pants also, Teresa. <laughs> That's <Fun times>. <laughs> <laughs> Happens to the best of us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, well, thank great. you so much for coming on today and talking to our listeners about yoga and the importance of being mindful and the importance of doing meditation and taking that quiet time to really um, fill and to not push those feelings away. I really like what both of you said about when you've been to yoga classes and have just cried. I think sometimes we're taught to really suppress those feelings we have and we just push them down and we put on a happy face and pretend that everything's okay. And that's not okay. You know, we need to take that time to fill those feelings. And so I really, I really appreciated you sharing that with us. So thank you so much. Thank you. I've been very happy to be on here and share that. Thank you, Teresa. That was terrific. Arise and Thrive is now offering a vision board masterclass. This masterclass is monthly. It starts at the first of every month and goes through the duration of the month. We meet one time per week to talk about tools and tips for reaching your goal. And we also have daily accountability calls. Check out the notes for this episode to join or follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Have you been enjoying the Arise and Thrive podcast? If you submit a review, we have got an offer for you. Click the link in the notes below this episode, enter your name and your email, and we will send you a free copy of our valuable beginner's guide to managing your emotions.